Hi, this is Angie Meadows, and this is The Rock of Recovery. Today, we're going to talk about rebellion. It's a Bible study on rebellion. We're discussing the five different types of rebels, and we're going to be able to outline what they look like in Scripture. And we have Josh Bond with us to talk about rebellion. <laughs> so we're going to try to go through this study and even confess some of our rebellion from the past. And I know that... Um, my rebellion was associated with being provoked. You know, parents do not provoke your children to wrath. <laughs> so a lot of times it's very easy to be provoked. It's very easy as authority to provoke the workers under you by just mistreating them, which causes a hardening of the heart, which causes rebellion. So it's very important if you have children under you, if you are a leader, that you're very uh, kind, patient, and yes, firm. Your boundaries are firm, but you don't have to be aggressive um, because those that are immature, Josh, are going to respond in the manner that we're treating them. Mm -hmm. They don't know any different. Okay, so read us the definition of rebellion. Opposition to one in authority or dominance. It is a defiance or resistance to authority. Now, boys that have been raised by women have difficulty submitting to the authority of men. So I have realized that if you don't turn your sons over to their fathers when they're about 12, you end up with very soft young men that are rebels, <laughs> that do their own thing, that are dominating their mothers and things like that. So it's very important to have men in your children's life that can guide them. So let's look at the first type of rebel, which is called an aggressive rebel. This rebel purposefully acts in rebellious and defiant ways. Mm. He is incorrigible, which means he is incapable of being corrected. He blames everyone and everything. He takes no personal responsibility for his life or his actions. He is abusive to others. He is incapable of healthy relationships. He is self selfish and often angry. Wow. Bully, victim, bully, victim, victim, bully, victim. <laughs> mm. So Hosea 14.9 says what? causes a rebellious person to stumble. So let's see what this verse says. Who is wise? Let them realize these things. Who is discerning? Let them understand. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. A rebellious person will not hear righteous teaching, but will stumble. So, Josh, if my heart is hard, if I'm not recognizing my rebellion and correcting myself, I'm not going to hear wisdom. You're right. I'm going to be staggering and stumbling all over the place. So read number two, Isaiah 30, verse 1. What are two things obstinate or rebellious people do? Woe to the obstinate children. Obstinate just means stubborn, stiff-necked, rebellious, declares the Lord. To those who carry out plans that are not mine, forming an alliance, but not by my spirit, heaping sin upon sin. So what are the two things obstinate and rebellious people do? Reb they make... People, uh, they, people make alliances with those who sin and heap sin upon sin. Yeah, they just keep sinning and sinning some more. <laughs> no. They're rebellious, and they don't even know it's sin, Josh. They, mm -hmm. they just think it's normal. It's just the way that they grew up. It's just the way they act. It's the way their friends are acting. And they may compare themselves with their friends and think, oh, I'm better than he is. <laughs> so number three, Proverbs 13.10, what is the main character flaw of one who is strifeful? 
Where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. So the main character issue is pride uh, in the rebellious. So the more pride I have, the more rebellion that's going to be in my heart. So the second type of rebellion is a common rebel. Okay, so we have an aggressive rebel, now we have a common rebel. Read us the definition. He is broody and moody and can have rapid mood swings. Mm. He is a master at making excuses. He often withdraws and pouts for days. He communicates his rebellion through premeditated, intentional silence. He only engages in relationships to get his needs met. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Look at that, a common rebel. So Proverbs twenty-one nineteen. what would be better than living with someone who is complaining? Better live in a desert than with a quarrelsome or not. And nagging wife. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Josh has a peaceful, quiet home now that he's very grateful for. So it would be better to live in the desert than to live live with somebody who's constantly complaining and quarreling. And this is a rebel that is a common rebel. So a complaining spirit is, is in rebellion. So that's the root issue. So you can correct someone who complains at thousand times josh but until you get to the root of rebellion and help them correct that pride and humble themselves and teach them how to do that they're not going to be able to do it so number five is philippians two fourteen. what is the command in two fourteen? do everything without grumbling or arguing so i want to teach my children whatever you do do it without complaining or arguing so just as um they're walking around me uh, picking at each other, I don't correct them. I quote this scripture, yeah, <laughs> and they correct themselves <laughs> because it's not me that's correcting them; it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's the Word of God that's correcting them. So, number six: What did King Ahab do when he didn't get his way? Oh, King Ahab, First Kings twenty-one two through four. Ahab said to Naboth. Let me have your vineyard to use for a vegetable garden since it's close to my palace. In exchange, I will give you a better vineyard, or if you prefer, I will pay you whatever it is worth. But Naboth replied, The Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my ancestors. So Ahab went home. He was sullen and angry because Naboth, the Jezreelite, had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my ancestors. So he lay up on his bed sulking and refusing to eat. So what did Ahab do in his common rebellion? He went to bed sulking. (laughs) Pout, pout, pout. (laughs) <laughs> now we have a dutiful rebel. So we have the aggressive rebel, the common rebel, and the dutiful rebel. Read that definition. This rebel has personal goals, and he will not let anyone get in his way. He will go to great measures to achieve his goals. He desires success and admiration. He is inwardly very insecure. He often is driven to get more and more education to prove his worth. He is fre- frequently a boaster. Hmm, how about that? So Second Timothy 3. Two, what are we to do with people who love themselves more than they love God? People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. So we are to have nothing to do with them. It says, uh, warn them once, warn them twice, and have nothing to do with them. So in Jude one sixteen, what is the motive of most boasters and grumblers? These people are grumblers and fault finders. 
They follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. Hmm. Boasters and grumblers are trying to gain advantage. Um, so if you hear a man that's grandiose, a person that's very grandiose and praises himself a lot, it's important that you back off just a bit. Um, and if you're doing that, if I'm doing that, if I'm praising myself, I, I want to make sure that I'm glorifying God and not myself. So number nine, Psalms 5, 4 through 5, what is the root cause of a deceitful man? For you are not a God who is pleased with wickedness. With you, evil people are not welcome. The arrogant can't stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. So arrogance is the root cause of deceit. Now we have a submissive rebel. So we have the arrogant, we have the common, we have the dutiful. Now we have a submissive rebel. How could you be submissive and rebellious? Let's read this definition. This rebel only obeys to avoid being irritated. He only does the minimum he is required to do. He feels when he does chores or acts of service for others as someone owes him something. He frequently complains about situations or slanders others. He feels trapped and powerless and is often depressed. Wow. So if you have a submissive rebel, a child that's a submissive rebel that'll get up out of their bed and they will do what you've asked them to do when you nag them, when they're irritated, they're still in rebellion. And so and it's not about the chores anymore. It's about correcting that rebellious spirit. So number 10, Proverbs 22, 3. Can this rebel recognize danger? No, they will likely go on and suffer with it. So the prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Number 11, 2 Corinthians 12, 20. What other behaviors come along with slandering? Hmm. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So what other behaviors? Other behaviors of a rebel are easily identified. Discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. Mm -hmm. I think I quoted the wrong scripture there, didn't I? I should have put 1220 instead of two instead of 120. So 1220, let's see if we can find that one. You got anything you want to tell them about being a rebel? <laughs> well, I might know a little bit about that. You might. You <laughs> about might. almost everything I've read today. <laughs> I spent most of my life trying to master, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And really, it was all because I was an insecure man that didn't want to grow up and wanted to, you know what I mean, blame, blame shift and blame the world for everything that I chose to do wrong instead of what really was going on is that I chose. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, and a lot of times you're just provoked. Yeah. You're provoked by people who raise you. You're not nurtured, upheld, lifted up, um, yeah. validated, encouraged, Loved. found your own identity. Instead, you're you're just literally barked at at yeah. all times. So let's go back and read this. What other behaviors come along with slandering? For I am afraid that when I come, I might find you as I want you to be. Uh, I might not find you as I want you to be, and you may not find me as you want me to be. I fear that there may be discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. Did you hear that? Slander mm -hmm. and gossip mm -hmm. is pretty common in the church. Yeah. And here we are looking at this as rebellion. So number 12, Psalms 37, 21, will rebels pay back what they borrow? A rebel is an excuse maker. 
The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. So the wicked rebel, and wicked just means unbeliever, will borrow and not repay. Now the fifth type of rebel is a lethargic rebel. He's obstinate, rebellious. People make alliances with those who sin and heap sin upon sin. This rebel lays in his bed for hours, and then they go to the couch and the, to the refrigerator. They are very immature and seek pleasure. Procrastination is their middle name. They follow peers and are untrained in their thinking. They often agree with whoever they are with because it would take too much energy to think the topic through and develop an opinion. So it's very important that children are not allowed to not think things through. Yeah. So the way that I have learned to train children is through questions. Yeah. Uh, what might happen if you do that? And where do you think they're going? And what do you think will happen when you get there? And what boundary do you think you will need? And if you're asked to do this, what will you do? And if you're told to do that, what will you do? So that I'm literally uh, internalizing into them a thought process so that they're not lazy in their thinking and following others. So let's look at Proverbs fifteen nineteen. What is the way of a slothful man? The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. So a slothful man is blocked by a hedge of thorns. I think I did it again. I think I got the wrong scripture again. <laughs> okay, so I was distracted when I did this. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> you know, one thing I've always learned about slander is that uh, if I slander somebody else, it's just so I could take your eyes off me. Mm. You know what I mean? If I'm yes. talking about somebody else, it's, I'm hiding something. You know what I mean? For oh, real. there you go. It's the truth. So the way of a slugger is blocked with thorns, but the path of the upright is a highway. So the slugger's going to be blocked. So if I'm slothful, which just means lazy, I'm going to be blocked. And so I'm going to try to be figuring out why it is it that things aren't coming to me as easily as they're coming to someone else. Yes. Why is it that I don't have? Well, it's because I'm lazy. Yeah. So Proverbs 19:24, a lethargic rebel is so lazy, what will he do? A slugger buries his hand in a dish he will not even bring it back up to his mouth <laughs> he struggles to feed himself <laughs> so proverbs twenty two thirteen. what will a lethargic person do the slugger says there's a line outside i'll be killed in the public square so i have heard a, a sluggard in my life do this a slothful fella and he he would not take a job um because he thought no if i go out that might happen if i drive down there that might happen if i go over there that might happen so he had a hundred excuses as to why he couldn't work here or why he couldn't work there yeah. so the aggressive rebel is aggressive most of the time he may fake a pleasant smile to lure in his victims to manipulate for his purposes the other four types of rebels are always passive aggressive Passive if you leave them alone, and aggressive if they're irritated. <laughs> this makes for unstable relationships. An immature parent exhibiting rebellion devastates a marriage and children. There is mistrust and disconnect within the family, and the children then usually find others to which to identify, or spend a lifetime seeking the approval of a parent that they cannot please. So if you're a parent and you have some rebellion or the the co-parent has the rebellion, it's important that that is addressed. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes you can't address it in an adult. You can only address it in yourself and then talk to your children about it. And the way that I have done this is that we read Proverbs. Uh, we, we read it every morning to our children at breakfast. And they would pull the scriptures out and say, now that's what happened to that cousin. 
Now that's what happened to that brother. Now that person in our family violated that, and they got that. And then after a few years, I had preteens correcting me. If you go with an angry man, Mom, you're going to learn his ways and become like him. I mean, they were correcting me with Scripture. And um, we were correcting each other. So until everyone in the home holds themselves accountable, you cannot stand and bark orders at children. You can't do it because they're going to pick up on that spirit. And if you have a rebellious spirit, a rebellious parent cannot produce a gentle, loving, obedient child. Right. You can out of fear, but it's it's a fear bond. It's not a trust bond, so it's not going to develop a strong identity in them. So let's look at these memory verses. Proverbs 13.10. Pride only breeds quarrels, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Okay, so this is Scripture telling us what to do. If I am quarreling with others, I need to turn all of my fingers to myself, and I need to look at my pride first. And then I can see clearly what's my responsibility in this situation. And I also need to take advice. And a lot of us, if we're in rebellion, Josh, we can't hear the advice. Yeah. I mean, we think we do. You ever heard that saying where when you're pointing at somebody else, you have three fingers pointing back at you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I need you to listen for advice. Listen to it for advice from your parents, from your grandparents, from your teachers, from uh, the law, from um, our authorities, our bosses. And a lot of times, if we just listen, um, we can pull out the things that we need to be doing. And the trouble is, if you have an aggressive rebel as a parent, they're going to spew a lot of instructions, and it's going to be very frustrating for a child or a teenager to divide, okay, this was a good instruction, okay, that was a bad instruction. They're not going to be able to do it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So as a teenager, I had instructions coming from a a regressive rebel. and, and about half of those instructions were phenomenal. If I had just done them, my whole life would have been different. But the other half was lying and manipulation and coercion and bullying. And, and, and it just was – so I just rejected it all mm-hmm. <laughs> and went and did my own thing and got in a lot of trouble. So it's very important that you are making your directions clear and that you're not doing it out of rebellion, but you're doing it out of love. Um, so love is going to conquer a lot of things. Love covers a multitude of sins, and and the sweetness of the tongue increases learning. So your children will be able to hear you, your loved ones, those in recovery, if you're a recovery coach, if you're a recovery leader, the people under you will hear you when your speech is clear and it's kind. So let's look at the other memory verse, Proverbs fifteen nineteen. The way of the slugger is blocked with thorns, but the path of the upright is a highway. Mm. So if... I'm working with someone who can't hear me. I give instructions to them. I I might get the aggressive rebel. I ain't doing that. I might get the passive rebel that says, okay, and then they don't do it. <laughs> Either way, they're still in rebellion. They're not listening to me. <laughs> Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. They're just not listening. So I need you to recognize the different types of rebellion that you have in yourself so that you can start writing them out, confessing them to each other, and work on them. An aggressive rebel is right in your face. He's a very abusive. And then you've got the common rebel who's moody and broody and pouts. Uh, gives intentional silence, avoids. Um, 
hides. And then you have the dutiful rebel that will only do things for uh, strokes, for success and admiration. But he's still in rebellion. <laughs> and then you have the submissive rebel um, who does his chores and acts of service only because he thinks that you'll owe him something. He's com he's a big complainer, and he's often going to fall in depression. And then you have the last type of rebel, which is a lazy, lethargic rebel who procrastinates and makes lots of excuses. You got anything else you want to add to this? No, that's about. It's very very much truth. I've, I see myself as a young man in a lot of this. You know what I mean? I think we all go through these stages yeah, of rebellion. Yeah, me too. I do. And I do. Uh, so the, op the, the root of rebellion was pride. Yeah. And the opposite of pride is humility. Mm -hmm. In this world today, we're taught that humility is a doormat. But yeah. we don't understand the world word of humility. We don't understand that humility is boldness yeah. to do what's right, yeah. to gently do what's right, to be yielding to the Lord, to be yielding to authority, to stand up in righteousness. And so when we're in rebellion, we can't hear wisdom. So I need you to start correcting your rebellion by correcting your pride and know every time you're arguing with somebody, you got pride to look yeah. at. <laughs> so every time I'd start fussing with my husband, I'd be like, oh, oh, wait, wait, okay, let's back up. And we would back up. I think I've told you guys this before. We'd back up for a day, sometimes two days, sometimes three days until I could. we could both deal with our emotions. And yeah. I was much more emotional than he was, so I had more to deal with. Um, but then, you know, we, it didn't matter. we come back together and we couldn't even remember what it was. Or we had both prayed on it and came to the the exact same solution that was different than what either one of us thought, or we had just decided it was okay to disagree. But it wasn't a contentious argument with emotions. Um, because I think, Josh, that emotional arguing is not going to be productive. It's not. It's not. Yeah. So if I can come and state my point with Scripture, you know, the Word of the Lord says to do this. Now I've made a respectful appeal. Now I can have their heart. Now I'm gentle and they can hear me. But man, if I'm in any type of rebellion, yeah. my husband cannot hear me. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to remember that. Just it's, It goes both ways. A guy's the same way. If we do it with emotion, if we argue with emotion, mm -mm. we are definitely going to be apologizing within the hour. You know what I mean? Well, and some people, they're emotional and they back up, but they back up to build bullets against yeah. you to triangulate other people to say why they were right and why everybody should be at you now. Yeah. That's still just another form of pride. It is. It is. <laughs> so if you uh, want to if you want to address the strife in your home, the confusion in your home, I want you to back up and address your pride and your rebellion. Think about what they say about what comes before the fall. Mm, pride. pride. Pride, pride. And it's, that's yes. real. And so the foundation of our homes is crumbling, and I believe it's crumbling because of our pride. I believe if we yielded to the Lord, we asked Him for wisdom, we humbled ourselves before Him and before our loved ones, um, holding each other accountable, um, the foundation of our homes would be stronger for our children to have a safe place. Yeah. And thanks for joining us. This was The Rocker Recovery. This is Josh Bond. And this was Angie Meadows. And you can find us again on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, under The Rocker Recovery. You can find the books on Amazon.com under Angie G. Meadows, under Rocker Recovery. also have Enablers books for Enablers Journey, and I have some Bible study books on there. So we will see you next time. 